Hello everyone and welcome back to Why Fashion Matters. I'm Mia and today we are going to be talking about greenwashing, what is it, what it is, um, why brands do it, brands that you should specifically be looking out for who utilize this kind of marketing strategy, um, and why it's kind of has a negative impact and how to spot it. Um, so yes. First and foremost, I just wanted to say I'm sorry I've not uploaded an episode in a while. I've just been really busy and greenwashing is kind of a loaded topic. So I had to do a lot of research and just kind of educate myself because um, greenwashing appears in a lot of different ways in a lot of different brands in some way or another. Um, And so just to get myself fully informed and to not be spreading misinformation about the topic, I just wanted to be really sure that this episode was ready to go and everything. So I wanted to thank you for your patience. um, And I hope this episode is all that I hope it will be um, and just as informative for you as it was for me doing the research. Um, So greenwashing actually lends itself to a lot of different industries. Um, So the beauty industry, clean beauty, um, with that trend of kind of more eco-conscious brands, greenwashing has become um, a way to market yourself as eco-friendly, even if maybe you don't have the evidence to back that up. Um, So you see it in a lot of different brands as, um, as they become, as sustainability becomes more of a buzzword and more popular and everything. Um, brands see this as an opportunity to market themselves that way, um, to gain more popularity and to have more people buy it. And that's part of why I feel like personally it's so morally wrong is because it's like sustainability is a really good thing for the planet and you're using it to capitalize off of a problem that's really important, which is climate change. Um, and so, yeah, greenwashing is a really loaded topic, as I said, because it goes through a lot of different, um, it's very prevalent in the fashion industry, as well as the beauty industry, and I'm sure many others. Um, and yeah, so sustainability is essentially sustainable, eco-conscious, environmentally friendly, have all become buzzwords used by many fashion brands in order to signal to customers that the company um, is green in some way or another. Um, But even though this surge of companies responding to the climate crisis is really good, it also has a downside of companies capitalizing off of these concepts. Um, So what I mean by that is kind of, like I said, using the climate crisis in order to market yourself as a good brand, even if maybe your procedures or your treatment of your workers or anything like that might not be sustainable. Um, And also just using the words when you don't have something to back that up. Um, so like saying you use eco-friendly materials, but not really specifying what those are, um, et cetera, et cetera. So later we'll get into how you can spot or a, a brand that is kind of greenwashing or how to avoid it. Um, but yeah, that was just kind of the definition and why I feel like it's really a big problem, um, across all industries that use greenwashing in some way or another. So instead of being a conscious or ethical consumer, you could be buying into greenwashing if you're not too careful. 
Greenwashing, or green sheen as it's also been called, is essentially when a company uses misleading or false claims to suggest that it's doing something for the environment that it isn't actually doing. Um, because it's so easy to say something is sustainable and you don't have to prove it. Um, especially in this new age of sustainability becoming a trend of some sort, now more than ever, marketing tactics can be misleading you on the environmental impact of the product you're buying, specifically clothing in this case. Um, because of this, it is so important that you do your research. Given that more information about brands is literally just fingertips away, um, use your resources like Good On You and the internet at large to double check that a company isn't just using green buzzwords to boost sales. Um, most of the time, if the brand is really working towards sustainability, their website um, and different initiatives that they're taking and the fabrics they use, the way they offset carbon, their water use, all of that stuff should be on their website um, if they are really backing up their claims with actual evidence of what they're doing. And some companies are really good at this. Um, I know that Reformation is such an obvious example just because it publishes a report at the end of every quarter about how it's offset its carbon or like what um how much water it saved exactly all that kind of stuff is really um clear on their website i know a lot of other companies do it i'm sure christy dawn does um other things like that but without really researching your brands if you see that it's sustainable it's easy to just buy without thinking um, but because of this new trend of greenwashing, it's so important that you do your research just because people are capitalizing off of this problem, which is terrible. Um, but us as consumers, unfortunately, we have to take charge of um, the moral ambiguity of some companies and just make sure that we don't support them. So that's essentially the definition of uh, greenwashing and kind of why we should do our research. In order to do your research and make sure that a company isn't just greenwashing, here are some of my best tips. So first and foremost, making sure that a company can back up their claims is the best way to spot a company that is greenwashing. Um, I know brands like Everlane have been called out for um, doing this, but if you like look on a website, um, instead of just trusting the words like recycled materials or sustainable, uh, sustainable or eco-friendly, um, if you can look for numbers and data to back up their words, that's going to be a really good indicator that a brand isn't just, um, like making up, um, the fact that they are sustainable because if you are a sustainable company you're going to be tracking how much carbon you're offsetting or how much water you're not using um, things like that are that are really important for having green um, clothing production are going to be probably listed on your website um, so even in, in terms of like materials and stuff making sure that they're not just like oh recycled or dead stock like what kind of fabric is it is it actually dead stock like things like that are going to make the difference between a company that is uh, greenwashing and a company that actually ha is sustainable and backs up their claims. Um, so look for things like percentages of recycled materials and clothes or how much carbon is saved. All of that should be listed on 
um, the website or on each item. So once again, bringing up Reformation, it tells you how much water is saved, how much percentage like Econail a product is, things like that. Um, and Good On You is such a good resource just in general to make sure a company isn't greenwashing. They will tell you exactly what you need to know in terms of a brand's um, ethical standpoint, in terms of how they treat their workers, um, animals, and uh, the environment as a whole. So that is a first like filter if you want to make sure that a company isn't greenwashing. If it has a good rating on Good On You, that is a really great indicator that it will be a sustainable and ethical brand. Um, so first and foremost, that is my number one tip is look on the website, check the backstory even, check the descriptions of the clothes, um, and you're probably not going to get catfished into a greenwashing site if you do that first step of research or even just check Good On You for their brand. Okay, so my second tip is if the company says that it's making steps toward becoming more sustainable, what are those steps that they're taking? Is that just like a general umbrella term that they're using to say that they're making strides towards it? Because I know that like Nike and um, Converse, which are under the same company now, said that they were going to try to become more sustainable recently. Um, and then they did actually come out with a line of sneakers that are made from recycled plastic bottles. So um, if they have their like goals listed on the website or listed publicly, um, like becoming carbon neutral by 2050 or whatever, are they are the goals manageable or do you think they'll just be claims? Like you can kind of use your moral compass and just kind of common sense to figure out if you think that they are actually making strides towards that if they have like a detailed plan of how they're going more sustainable like using dead stock fabric or things like that um then you can trust the company more but if it's just like we're striving towards more sustainability practices um that's clearly not like fully thought out or the research hasn't been done um so, especially if a brand has, like, unfulfilled promises in terms of making strides towards sustainability, do your best to avoid the brand just because um, if they haven't, like, actually done the work or their research or anything and aren't really actively trying to benefit the environment and people and animals, um, then it probably doesn't align with your values. And most of all, you want a brand that you can support and you're happy um, spending money because um, sustainable fashion is often called like elitist just because it's so expensive but if you're really investing in a piece and the brand's values align with yours they're probably paying their workers better they're benefiting the environment or hindering from doing any further harm to the environment um, so I think that that is really important so tip number two is just make sure that if they have goals towards sustainability, that they're actually outlined instead of just a general claim. So my third tip is um, the fact that natural fabrics are not always better for the environment, which, yes, that is a bit shocking, um, but that can be a marketing ploy. Um, so... Even though things like viscose are really great alternatives to traditional fabrics, viscose has led to 150 million more trees being cut down each year because companies use it so much. 
Um, so viscose is similar is becoming synom- synonymous with deforestation unless your company says otherwise. Um, similarly, unless marketed as organic, the pesticides used to farm and harvest bamboo do more harm to the environment than um, using bamboo products as opposed to other less eco-friendly fabrics does good. So instead of being better for the environment, um, like non-organic bamboo does just as much harm as like cotton because of all the pesticides used to harvest it. Um, so not saying that you shouldn't buy these materials. I'm sure that like in the right, just like organic cotton can be good, organic bamboo can be good. Just be wary of using like a name, like a well-known material that's natural doesn't always mean it's better. Um, so above all, doing your research is integral in avoiding greenwashing as well as shopping uh, sustainably at large. Um, So the more you can learn about how and where materials are sourced, the more informed you can be on how sustainable they are and any potential trade-offs in terms of the sustainability or how natural um, a fabric is. So if you want more um, information about specific textiles and their impacts, the HIG Material Sustainability Sustainability Index is a really good source. Um, It tells you the impact of every fabric that you could really think of. Um, and textiles at large. So um, that is another way if you really want to get informed um, to really figure out what all the materials in your clothes essentially are. Because I know I didn't know what Econil was until I did the research, um, which is it's recycled nylon and that's used in a lot of different pieces, um, especially for Reformation. I mentioned this brand a lot just because it was my first introduction to sustainable fashion. But um, definitely, if you're interested in sustainable fashion, knowing the impact of textiles is really interesting just because um, a lot of things have a trade-off in terms of the environment, and you can find a lot of things in there that don't have a big trade-off environmentally. Um, So if you can find brands that specifically use those materials, great. Um, But tip number three, naturally does not necessarily mean better. Make sure that it's organic. Um, or try to shop that way. Obviously, all of this is just doing your best to overall just buy less, don't buy things you don't need, um, but also make sure that what you are buying is um, up to your par of morals and um, like uh, values that you have. So yes. Okay, so tip number four is very similar to tip number three. Um, because a huge misconception in terms of clean and sustainable fashion is that vegan is automatically more sustainable or ethical. In terms of eating, yes, vegan is most definitely better for the environment. Um, but in fashion, often things made with vegan leather or fur, um, produce more chemicals and have shorter lifespans than investing in a leather piece, Um, whether you're buying vegan fur or leather pieces, keep in mind that although they are not from animals, they're still made from oil and plastic and produce, um, produce or use other chemicals in production, which additionally have adverse effects on the environment. Um, both vegan leather and faux fur can be responsibly made or they can have detrimental effects on the environment. 
Um, obviously, I am not advocating for buying fur and leather um, because there's obviously that cost of animal lives there. I just wanted to point out that green um, within greenwashing, vegan can be constructed to mean ethical um, and environmentally friendly. Um, but that's just not the case just because you have to use um, plastic instead of that fur or leather to make um, vegan goods. Um, so consumers who typically shop for these um, vegan pieces are concerned with animal welfare. But it's important to acknowledge that there's also an environmental um, cost associated with the solution of vegan clothing. Um, but in general, I guess you can just avoid feather, leather and fur. Um, and feathers, I guess, for that matter. Um, but I think that that's a really important thing to acknowledge, that even though it may be vegan, you're trading off something for that. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm not saying go buy a pair of Doc Martens, because that leather is probably not sourced sustainably and everything like that. And even though it might be better for the environment, it's also having that animal cost, as I said. Um, but, yeah, just try to avoid buying vegan fur and leather and fur and leather at large if you can just because there's always going to be that trade-off of animal lives for an environmental um, benefit or saving an animal life and having um, adverse environmental effects. So tip number three, vegan is not necessarily environmentally friendly at least in terms of clothing. Um, I think at the end of that last one, I said tip number three. That was tip number four, but that's besides the point. Um, Tip number five, um, basically, brands are increasingly publishing more information about their suppliers, um, but offering less transparency about the actual treatment of factory workers. So an important part of greenwashing is also that they're paying their workers fair wages and that it's not necessarily being produced offshore. And if it is, that this factory is safe and everything for the people in it. Um, So sustainable also means ethical treatment of workers. So do not forget about the people who are making your clothes because their work is important and a company's treatment of factory workers um, should be an essential part of being considered a sustainable brand rather than just a one-dimensional problem about the environment. Um, obviously, the, uh, like not producing environmentally harmful clothes is super important, but if a brand is not treating their workers well, they're probably not treating the environment well just because those things kind of go hand-in-hand hand in terms of being an ethical and sustainable brand as a whole. Um, so... Some very important resources that I personally try to use when buying from a brand for the first time would be Fashion Revolution's um, Transparency Index, which highlights information released by top brands about their supply chains, production lines, and social and environmental impact. Um, It's put together by Fashion Revolution, which is a huge um, proponent of sustainable fashion and ethical fashion. Um, They started the movement Who Made My Clothes?, Um, follow them on Instagram for a lot of really important information about um, the fashion industry at large. It's super interesting and super informative. Um, Similarly, Fair Wear Foundation and Worker Rights Consortium um, provides weekly, um, not weekly reports, sorry, reports and updates on their investigations into um, the treatment of factory workers around the world. 
Um, and they do this for all companies, but specifically fashion, if that's what you're looking for. Um, and an indicator of a brand's treatment of workers can be um, if they have the opportunity to be a part of a union, um, because if they're letting their workers do that, then there's safety in numbers, and therefore the workers are probably getting treated better because they're able to voice their opinions and everything. Um, also, once again, going back to Good On You, that is a super fast, easy site. You can literally look up a brand's name and find out how much they've released um, in terms of information about um, their supply chain and all that stuff. So you can use any of those um, uh, uh, resources that I just stated, um, but you can also use Good On You once again for that. So tip number three is make sure Tip number three, again, sorry. Tip number five is to make sure that brands are um, treating their workers just as well as they're treating the environment. Tip number six is if brands are certified in addition to their claims for sustainability, they're likely both sustainable and ethical. Um, So if you look for industry standard certifications that verify any claims being made, that's a great indicator that the brand is not just greenwashing. Um, These include but are not limited to BlueSign, which covers environmental health and safety in the manufacturing of textiles, cradle-to-cradle certified, um, which is given to products that are fully biodegradable and compostable or can be used repeatedly, um, and fair trade textile standards which ensure workers are being protected throughout the supply chain, including uh, their their right to unionize, which I just said was very important in tip number five. Um, when buying cotton specifically, look out for global organic textile certified or standard and organic cotton standards. Um, both ensure that the cotton meets the approved standards across the supply chain in, ter- in terms of like not polluting the environment and also not being harmful to um, the cotton pickers just because there's a lot of uh, pesticides used traditionally in cotton. Um, so yes, um, these are all really good indicators of if the clothes are up to par with how environmentally friendly they say they are. So these are just really great things to look for if you're just um, double checking if they're backing up their claims. Um, so yeah, tip number six, look for certification. Um, So my last tip, tip number seven, is to just invest in brands that are adopting a holistic approach by looking at the bigger picture rather than focusing on individual issues. Um, So leading companies are integrating sustainability into everything they do, not just one collection or a handful of pieces. So that shows that it's really important to them and it's not just a trend in a way. So instead of buying from a company which uses sustainability as a marketing tactic or a special edition thing, find brands that are based in making the world a better place in terms of humans, animals, and the environment. Um, Sustainability touches every aspect of the business and should be integrated as um, such from headquarters to design to manufacturing, shipping, and sales. Um, A brand that is openly transparent and communicative about its steady sustainability journey is always better than one that uses sustainability slang with little evidence to back it up. Um, 
I also know that a lot of brands are more popular brands are making like certain collections that are sustainable but not having the thing like company as a whole go sustainable um so I think that just supporting brands that are really doing their best to make the world a better place like I said um are the best to support because um buying from them means that you're giving them the ability to improve their um production and everything like that to become more sustainable um so yeah, that's the last tip. Tip number seven is just find brands that are holistically sustainable and that you feel like you can trust and that your um, ideals and beliefs line up with theirs um, and the way they treat their workers and the environment and everything like that. Um, so yeah, that's my last tip. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I know that this episode was a little bit longer and a little bit more informative, but I hope that it helped in some way or another. Um, I know I just said bye, basically, but um, greenwashing, like I said, I just said a bunch of ways to avoid it. Most of all, just do your research. That's the best way to make sure that a brand is doing what they say they are. Um, If it feels a little fishy, it probably is. Um, Look out for brands like Everlane and even things like Unif. Like, they really don't back up what they say with um, what they actually do, how the jeans are made, all that stuff. Um... I know Levi's is trying to go more sustainable. Um, I know Solid and Striped has some only some collections that are going um, sustainable. So just try to look at brands that are holistically sustainable, actively making strides, have a plan to become more sustainable, just because that's the most important thing is it's a brand is trying. Um, but really just try to support brands that you feel like align with your values. That's the most important part. And do your research. Um, are the two bottom lines. Um, so yeah, today, in today's episode, we learned that fashion matters because you have the choice to um, choose a brand that's actively trying to be sustainable or is sustainable um, versus a, a brand that is using it to kind of capitalize off of a huge environmental crisis that's going on versus brands that are really, really trying to help with that crisis. Um, so you have that choice um it's all in the clothes your clothes matter they're not just clothes um and everyone has to wear them so fashion matters because it it really affects the environment more than we think it does um and you really have power over what you buy or not um so yes thank you guys so much for watch or listening today um i really appreciate it i'm sorry it took so long to upload but hopefully it was informative Um, I feel like it's a really important topic to discuss because it just is so, um, loaded with so many things and there's so many things you can do to avoid it. Um, so I hope it was informative, um, and thank you so much for listening. See you guys next time.